Hey everyone, I'm Justin Bao. And I'm Lucinda Liu. And you're listening to Portrait Mode. Alright, welcome to our first episode today. We'll just be introducing ourselves, I guess. This is just the first first episode. Uh, a bit of a test run for everything, but also so that you guys kind of know what this podcast is about, who we are, stuff like that. So with that, I guess we should just introduce ourselves, right? Yeah, um, I can just go first then. So my name's Lucinda, as mentioned earlier, and I am a rising junior at the University of Washington, and I'm majoring in biochemistry with a minor in informatics. Um, I'm from Vancouver, BC, so the homeland Canada, and as well, um, my hobbies just include storytelling, and something I really enjoy is drinking coffee and cafe hopping on the weekends when I get the time to. Oh gosh, yeah, she has her own little coffee cafe, like, reviewing Instagram account everything. Yes. What an addict. Anyways... Um, my name's Justin, as I mentioned earlier. I'm currently also a junior, uh, a rising junior, that is, at the University of Washington studying computer science and informatics. Feels like, like I'm introducing myself in class or something, but um, <laughs> as opposed to Lucinda, I'm just from the States. I'm from Portland, Oregon, um, and just things I'm into. I love listening to music, specifically like R&B, um, hip-hop, some like alternative pop kind of. Um, I'm also really big just into media in general. I love just like videos, especially like vlogging, the people who make like really nice vlogs, photography, all that kind of stuff, and more recently podcasts. I also just really like basketball, dogs. Um, <laughs> that pretty much sums up who I am as a person. Thank but... <laughs> you, thank you, Justin. Thank you for that. <laughs> all right, yeah. Um, so I guess to get started, we'll kind of get started with personal backgrounds, introducing like how we grew up, as well as, like, tying in our own identity and like, our way into, like, college, essentially. So, yeah, um, for me, I guess, like, growing up, as I mentioned before, I grew up in Vancouver, BC, and so it's pretty different, or I wouldn't say it's that different compared to Seattle, but the culture, I guess, between the two um, countries are just a little bit different, and so growing up uh, as a Chinese... Canadian, I guess I could say. Um, it was, I would say that I grew up within a very um, privileged neighborhood as well. Um, the opportunities I had growing up and as well as in high school was like, there was a lot. And I think overall, just a lot of it was thanks to like my parents and kind of guiding my way through high school and then getting me to where I am today. So a lot of it is like through their push and their guidance. And I like really appreciate that. Yeah, but I'm not sure exactly. I would say different parts of the states and like Canada is probably similar in some ways. So like Justin, do you want to explain a little bit about like Oregon? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I do want to go a bit into my personal background as well, just to kind of bounce off of what Lucinda just mentioned. Um, I kind of have a similar story. I, I'm also Chinese American. Um, both of my parents immigrated to the U.S. when they were pretty young, just like out of college. Um, I know my dad came here with like less than a thousand dollars in his pocket, which is that like traditional immigrant parent story you'll always hear, but I still have to really appreciate just how much work both of them have put in, how many sacrifices they've made just to make sure that my family is able to, to be in a nice place here. Um, and going off of that, I will have to say I came from a place of privilege and I'm really trying my best to 
to be able to understand and empathize in terms of that whole scope of socioeconomic class and stuff like that, as well as, like, yeah. ethnic identity. Um, to speak a bit more about Portland and, and Oregon in general, it was a really interesting experience growing up there, especially as an ethnic minority. I think that, in general, Oregon, especially the major cities, have a pretty good culture of accepting different people, of not really shunning um, well, okay, with a grain of salt, I think they're <laughs> among the better cities and states in the country who will be more accepting of different cultures, different perspectives, uh, different social groups. But at the same time, a lot of the people around me growing up were definitely not like me at all. Um, I grew up around a lot of Caucasian people, um, just a lot of different people. And so I was able to appreciate the diversity, but I didn't really feel very in tune with myself for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think to touch a bit on the Oregon versus Canada thing, too, I think they are pretty similar right now, especially just the more modern these places become. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it was a really interesting experience to then come to Seattle, where I think it's even more diverse and, and just a whole different experience um, being here. Yeah, for sure. I think with me, at least, growing up was there was, I guess I would say there is quite a lot of diversity in Vancouver, although there are actually a lot of um, Asians, especially in the neighborhood that I grew up in. Like, I always tell everyone that um, from the high school I went to, it was, I think, populated by around 60% Asians, so I always felt like there was some type of, like, belonging in this specific social identity that I held, and so it was pretty easy for me to kind of get along with a lot of people knowing that they hold the same identity as me but as well knowing like there are other people that have different backgrounds as me and especially coming to college and even like the transition to college was definitely very different for me because I actually moved to the states um, during my senior year of high school and that was almost like complete culture shock for me along that path because Essentially, as I mentioned before, um, coming from a school that was held with 60% Asians and then going into school with essentially only 10 Asians in the high school was very different for me. And so it was very actually hard for me to adapt when moving to the States because I didn't have an actual image of what it would be like to be in this situation. Yeah, it, it's really interesting to hear that perspective, I think, because um 60 percent asian to me personally is like (laughs) that's insane to me i think i'm just used to being around people who more or less don't look like me or or really share that same experience but it's really interesting to hear that that kind of transition for you and and how how different yet still kind of embracing it was especially from there then to college yeah yeah exactly yeah and then when coming to college i guess it was almost as if I were back in Vancouver in some sort of way, just because I know like Seattle and Vancouver aren't too different in the sense of like the environment and then as well as the population here. And so yeah, definitely coming to college, I felt like there was a lot of decisions I had to make that included uh, the environment. But I would definitely say that um, I feel very belonged here, especially in Seattle. Yeah. Yeah, I think a really interesting takeaway from this conversation too is that we both kind of have this perspective of people who have at times felt very included or at times have felt very excluded just in their environment but who have never really had that experience of being completely pushed out of the community yeah i think that this shared experience has kind of fostered this sense of really being interested in identity in terms of cultivating it in terms of embracing it exploring it um and i think that really plays in 
um, to just some of our common interests that we'll touch on a bit later, as well as just why we've made this podcast in the first place mm-hmm. and, and kind of our goal with making just like life decisions, I guess. Yeah, no, um, exactly. Yeah, listen, I'd be curious to hear a bit more about like just your whole, I guess, like w- what do you think you are as a person right now? What do your goals say about you? Um, where where does your vision kind of lie for your near future just wherever you're going I guess that's like a really broad mm-hmm. question <laughs> no yeah that's a good question um I definitely get asked that question a lot and like to be honest don't even know where to start because there's just so much to talk about but like currently um as we are in college and um with the current pandemic like we do have a lot of decisions to make and um decisions that will impact our future lives whether that be like further schooling or trying to find a full-time job. And so, as I mentioned, I am studying biochemistry with a minor in informatics. And with that, I've definitely found an intersection between both the medical field as well as like technology. And I think the interconnection between the two is what really I found interesting. And so that is why I am actually hoping to go into the biotech um, field. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so I guess that that's like my main goal right now, just because currently in state of college, it's a lot of it is focusing on your future goals. And that to me right now is a lot of it is career oriented, although there are some things that like, for example, like social life or like hobbies, I love as well. But um, as for larger vision right now it would definitely be into the career field yeah what about you (laughs) yeah no i mean first of all i just have to mention lucinda is a big time biotech girl right now in the summer (laughs) making deals as a biotech intern i don't even know like all the stuff she does but she does a lot and it's super cool to see um i think for me in terms of just i guess i want to kind of approach this in two different ways one that's more like ideological or like I don't want to sound like a fake philosophy major or something but like kind of just who as a person I I'm I am right now and who I want to be as well as like career-wise as as of course that's kind of where everyone ends up mm-hmm. um I think that right now I when I was growing up it was definitely just like my parents raising me to try to find a stable job to to settle down and just like be able to to live my life comfortably but I think especially surrounding these times of the pandemic of everything going around us in the world. Um, I'm starting to feel a little more like I'm, I'm trying to find my purpose more so and, and trying to put this purpose into everything I do. So I'm that's, this is partially why I'm so interested in like hearing people's stories, identities, stuff like that. Um, and so that's, that's kind of where I am right now, transitioning from someone who is always focused on like making sure I was doing well to s- trying to branch out a little more and see what I can do for my community hear from other people, stuff like that. Um, And interestingly enough, that kind of plays into my career aspirations as well right now. As I mentioned, I'm I'm doing two different tech majors. Wow. Listen, (laughs) (laughs) all I can say is I've always been really into tech, Um, but I think the typical stereotype is that everyone in tech just goes into like coding, becoming like a coding monkey 24-7, making the big bucks, stuff like that. Um, but I think I've really been interested recently in more how technology affects people around us. I'm currently looking at either the human-computer interaction... Oh, goodness. I hope that didn't come up in our audio. A motorcycle just passed, if you didn't hear. Anyways, um, I'm currently looking into the human-computer interaction track or the biomedical and health informatics track. Yes! <laughs> These two tracks have kind of been my goal of taking my my career interests and putting them into a more socially impactful kind of area 
my long-term goal is to hopefully become just someone working anywhere in tech to solve some sort of bigger problem our world is facing, whether um, at a more specific community-based level or maybe at a much larger scale level. It's really a vague goal right now, but I'm still really trying to figure that out. Um, that might even be the topic of one of our future episodes, hopefully, when <laughs> we start to discuss that a little more, so you guys can definitely hear more about that later. Yeah, and I can definitely resonate with understanding biomedical field. And so, actually, it's funny because I started off coming to college thinking that I was going to go to med school and that, like, if I wanted to study in something in the med field, it would just be essentially a doctor. And I was definitely very wrong there and discovered so much more within the biotech field. And I think that's definitely where my passion would lie, which is that intersection. And that's why I'm really interested in regenerative medicine. And to be honest, like listening to podcasts and as well as like TED Talks is actually like where I obtain most of my knowledge within that field. And so as much as I can't really relate to what Justin's talking about with the coding part, um, <laughs> I definitely would say that the future would definitely lie within technology. And that is definitely something like very cool and expansive. Snaps to that. She's, <laughs> if, you, if you didn't catch out, she's basically just becoming a technologist. So I feel okay, like... Okay, okay, calm down there. Not really, but... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now you've heard a bunch about us, um, but you might still have this question of what are we doing here together in this room talking about these random things? Basically, how did we meet? And Lucinda, I want to hear your side of this story first because um, we still have to kind of figure out exactly how this happened. Yeah, that's actually really funny because I know we were talking about this before and sometimes we totally forget like exactly how did we meet? But yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Um, we definitely met in college. Um, I did not know you before that as we were both from different areas. That's but... what you think. <laughs> okay, that's a little creepy there. But um, <laughs> yeah, we met at UW. Um, this was near the end of freshman year, I think. And so, um, yeah, so at UW, basically, we have this thing called tabling, which is a bunch of cultural student organizations would table and kind of promote their own um, club on campus. And we have this place called Red Square as well, which is like, essentially everyone will walk by it if they're um, going between classes. Right. And so Justin was actually tabling that one day in the afternoon. And I have a couple of friends in this organization. And so I was walking by and I was saying hi to some of them. And I definitely recall Justin saying like, wow, she knows everyone. Why doesn't she say hi to me? Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. And so I remember that. And then so I think one of our friends just introduced us. And then the rest was history, you know? Really? Yes. <laughs> Interesting. I haven't heard that. I actually haven't heard that. And I'm kind of bewildered. Okay, okay, okay. Let's hear your side then. Okay, so I knew about Lucinda just like I didn't really know her, but like I knew a bunch of people who knew her. And so I always like knew who she was and I would like see her sometimes just like with the people I knew. And they would just be like, yeah, that's Lucinda. But I, I <laughs> okay. think the, the tabling part sounds right. I feel like I met her while tabling at some point just when she came up with friends. I don't remember saying that. <laughs> And I, I, feel, <laughs> I feel really weird about saying that now. I promise, I hope I'm not that conceited, but I, I guess I'm glad it happened now because now we're, we're friends and yeah, podcast look at us. buddies. Um, yeah, I don't really know what happened there. But how did we get closer after that? Because that was just the initial contact, right? Yeah, that was the initial contact. And 
somehow we ended up starting like a snap streak over Snapchat. And I think, yeah, and then we just ended up talking to each other over summer break. We definitely really vibe together just because like, I guess how similar of people we are. Not not sure how you feel the same way, but um, mm. <laughs> yeah, I think that's how we kind of got close to each other. Although, like I mentioned, we m- met at the end of freshman year. So it like we went into summer. And I remember coming back sophomore year and we ended up hanging out and it was, you know, it was fun. Yeah, you're really cool. You too. And it it sometimes pains me to say that, but I will admit it. Thank you. I think it's really interesting because Lucinda and I, I feel like we're very similar people in many different ways. Not just like, I I guess primarily I've noticed a lot of the times we'll just be randomly thinking like the same way. Yeah. I think it's happened a lot more recently. Um. I think when we were talking about making this podcast, we realized, like, we both were really interested in making it for similar reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we'll talk a bit about that more later as well. Mm-hmm. But I think, yeah, we, we have a, a decent chemistry as friends. Um, Aw, thanks. That's, like, really nice, Justin. But I think one thing that's notable, too, that, that definitely got us closer, and that's really relevant, I think, to a lot of the things we'll be talking about, or at least a good amount of the things, is that... Um, that organization that, that Lucinda was referring to before, um, the Chinese Student Association here at UW, um, just kind of tapping into that, that shared heritage and, and ethnicity um, that, we, that we both kind of had experiences with in high school, but wanted to explore a bit more in college. Yeah, and yeah, so that organization, as Justin mentioned, is the Chinese Student Association, um, known as CSA, that's what I'll refer it to, but as... <laughs> mentioned before too um justin was tabling and so he was actually an officer already during freshman year whereas i was actually too scared and intimidated to apply as an officer and so sophomore year i definitely was like okay i'm going to do this i'm i'm gonna apply i'm gonna interview go through the whole process and become one of them and so yeah that's how we also became closer because um, in CSA we hold a lot of events as well as coming together as officers every week for meetings and so we definitely bonded through that as well just those like little interactions yeah I I think at this point we've, we've kind of learned to to feed off of each other's energy at least a little bit yes um, <laughs> definitely going to to do that more off of this podcast so we'll, we'll see how that goes maybe by the end of this we'll hate each other yeah. you'll never know maybe yeah <laughs> One more thing we wanted to talk about and something that we kind of alluded to there is just talking a bit more to not only what this podcast is, oh, I can't talk anymore, what this podcast is, but more, why did we want to even make this podcast in the first place? What was our goal with making this podcast? And I know that for me personally, um, I've for a long time wanted to start a podcast like this. The reason I joined the Chinese Student Association, or I'll also be referring to it as CSA from now on, um, the reason I joined CSA was just to get better at being empathetic of people's stories, especially in terms of their their identity and things that they can't change about themselves or experiences that they've already had in their life. Um, I think that I've always had this interest with, with just my upbringing of really making sure I understand the perspectives of everyone around me, making sure I'm not just being negligent of certain stories or certain ideas or mm-hmm. anything like that. Um, and this podcast for me is kind of a way to to cultivate that interest a bit more, to really create um, a safe haven, I guess, for, for talking about these different things, for bringing people on, um, and just having these conversations. And also, I've just been listening to a lot of podcasts in the past year or two, and 
it just sounds really fun to me to <laughs> to start a project like this. Um, there's just this tiny bit in me that has always wanted to be like some YouTube vlogger. So this is like the first step. Okay, okay. <laughs> what about for you? Yeah, I definitely deeply resonate with exactly what you just said. And so for me, I wanted to kind of tie in. Um, a lot of, like I mentioned before, I love storytelling as well as like learning about different people's experiences, backgrounds, and just like personal thoughts in general. And so I thought like, what is a better way to do that than recording it through a podcast? And so this is something I actually wanted to start since the beginning of this year. I just never really got around to it until basically when summer started. And so I was very, very excited. And with that, I did a bunch of research and I was listening to so many podcasts. And um, one of my friends actually knew how excited I was and decided to lend me his microphone, which I am currently using right now. <laughs> but yeah, so I was very excited about it. And I remember posting it on like my story or something. Mm -hmm. And that is actually how Justin reached out to me and wanted to collab. <laughs> Yeah, uh, great story. But yeah, um, that's kind of how I got into it. I just always wanted to do something like this, flush out a bunch of ideas and thought like summer would be a great time to start this, whether it be by myself or with someone else or even through like an interview style, which we definitely will incorporate later in our episodes. But yeah, and then um, one podcast that actually greatly inspired me to start this though was Asian Boss Girls. Shout out to them because... Um, their content is kind of something that I want to replicate or um, have another or show another perspective of. And so that's exactly why we are kind of doing this right now. And yeah. Yeah. And I, I will admit, even though that that podcast is crafted for Asian American women, I have listened to it pretty regularly just to I really like their the way they've organized their podcast. I think they touch a lot on some really important things that as an Asian American male are also important for me to understand. Mm -hmm. um, it's just a really well-made podcast. But another podcast that I was personally inspired by was Genius Brain by David mm. So. Um, I just really like the conversational manner of it. It's like uncut. They just talk about a topic for like an hour, have fun with it, but also touch on some really serious conversations, um, issues, especially centered around current events and just life in general, really. Um, and you'll you'll probably see some some of those elements from those podcasts like those definitely inspire a lot <laughs> yeah. of the things in here like that just the whole structure of this um but yeah i guess now that we've touched a bit more on on why we wanted to make a podcast another really big part of this whole process has been the name of it portrait mode and at first we we were kind of really spending a long time thinking up a name so, Lucinda, do you want to talk a bit to, like, why this name took so long and also, like, what it actually means, of course? Yeah, exactly. Doing my research, I was like, I really want the title to be something super meaningful and something that has of significance and to um, portray what we are actually going to be talking about and shadowing through that. And so I spent a lot of time trying to think of specific um, titles and one that I honestly still really, really love and came up with um, the rear view and although we are not called the rear view I still really love that title and it is taken by another um, uh, podcast but that is okay <laughs> the reason behind that is actually because um, it was very spontaneous to be honest I was working outside 
um, on a balcony and I was using my laptop and I just saw the glare of the sun and I saw the rear view and I was like, oh my gosh, that's perfect. The rear view. And I thought this is basically something that we could use as the podcast title because the rear view is, uh, I'm referring to, I guess, the rear view mirror of your car. And so whenever you're making turns or even like switching lanes, you're always taking a slight peek at the rear view mirror. And that's not to say that the rear view is anything bad or um, you always have to look at the rear view, but it's when you take a glance at it, it depicts like how you're looking back into your own experiences and then making that um, turn is taking that action. So you learn from your previous experiences and your mistakes and then you go ahead, learn from those and carry on. So I thought that was like super deep and yeah. I thought I was like almost a genius for coming up with that <laughs> she was so into it she texted me with like all caps she was so set on it and then so sad when she realized it was already taken yeah um but it was a good name I'll give you that thank you thank you and it was definitely better than some of the ones I came up with I was a lot more trying to make like a pun out of it I came up with like a penny for your thoughts where thoughts is like t-h-o-t-s nice um just to play on that old saying and also because we are thoughts okay 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 yeah and then i also came up with give me your two cents except sense is like s-e-n-s-e basically you you don't need to you don't need to hear these um for a while we were really set on on the rear view or just the idea of what it represented of or like looking back at your past experiences and really taking away from them and learning from them um, and reflecting on them as part of who you are today and that kind of led us to what eventually became our podcast title of Portrait Mode. Portrait Mode. Portrait Mode, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming you knew that by now if you're this far in. But basically, Portrait Mode on an iPhone um, is just a camera setting. You can just easily swipe over to it. All it really does is it blurs out the background and focuses on just a person or some subject um, to make it look really professional, really fancy. And while this has been a feature on the iPhone for a while... Um, we thought it was really indicative of exactly what we wanted to talk mm -hmm. about in terms of we thought of it as focusing on specifically just individual people, fo focusing on who they are, what they've been through, what they have to say, what advice they have to give, what experiences they have, um, and just ignoring everything behind it, really just focusing in on this one person. And that's kind of how this podcast is going to be structured. Just every single episode will be uh, honing in on the people in the podcast and the stories that we have to give um, just surrounding whatever topic is is the topic of that specific episode. Yeah, for sure. As I mentioned, we will have like different um, perspectives from other people as well, whether that be through interviews or just like discussions with one another and even like a just one person talking kind of session. And so that's exactly what Portrait Mode is. Portrait Mode kind of focuses on these people or that one person and highlights them for basically what they are doing at the, or talking about at the moment. And so in terms of what you should be expecting from our podcast is kind of like ranging anywhere from our own identities as we kind of touch base on a little bit to LinkedIn, how it affects your generation and even to like your greatest fears. These are just some topics that we definitely brainstormed about already, but there are plenty more to come and there is just going to be a mixture of different discussions so if you are tired of hearing just Justin and I, don't worry, you'll get plenty of other voices as well. <laughs> but how could you get tired of these voices? Exactly. Like, come on, <laughs> come on. Um, but yeah, as Lucinda mentioned, we have a bunch of great ideas. Well, hopefully great ideas. We'll see how they turn out. But we're really excited to share this with you. Um, yeah, I guess we'll be thinking up more ideas, just really trying to make this the best we can. Um, 
Any any last things to mention, I guess? Um, look forward to it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right, this has been a really cool, fun test run to start with. We spent like an hour and a half fiddling with the mics before this, so yeah, glad we finally... <laughs> unfortunate, but we finally got a recording. Hopefully, Thanks this... to Justin Bao, our computer science major. Oh, you figured it all out. No, no, no. I do want to throw in one last thing, though, of um, a lot of the the buildup to this podcast has just been, I think, from both of us, just like a general fear or just like n- kind of an obstacle of building up the courage to, to start a podcast like yeah, this. Yeah, for sure. Um, by no means do we expect this to take off like to influencer levels or anything. You never know. You, you never know. It's up to you guys, the viewers, of course. Yeah. But I just encourage anyone who's interested to just throw something together like this um it's been a lot of fun so far and i think lucinda agrees yeah definitely something out of my comfort zone but also something i've always wanted to do oh yeah (laughs) all right i think that's all for us today yeah and we'll see you next time